20 minutes it is before 8 p.m. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk uh, here on the 16th of December uh, 2021. And uh, as uh, we said, 60 years uh, since the formation of uh, the People's Army, Umkondo Wesizwe. And uh, yeah, this evening uh, we're going to be uh, taking stock of uh, uh, that uh, particular achievement. And of course, uh, we're going to be trying to make sense of, uh, you know, uh, what lessons, if any, we learn from uh, the uh, heroic uh, exploits of Mkondo West and of course I guess uh, many of the uh, limitations uh, in the post-apartheid period in uh, being able to successfully integrate many of those who uh, left this country uh, to go and uh, learn the theory and practice of war uh, and uh, we're going to be uh, picking that up uh, now in the next few minutes or so with uh, the former head of news here at the SABC uh, a veteran of Mkondo West in his own right and uh, also now uh, president of uh, the Veterans League of the African National Congress. And uh, that is uh, Dr. Snuki Zigalala. But before uh, we speak to uh, Dr. Zigalala, take a listen to this. Dear sisters, daughters and comrades, our struggle in this year of the women suffered some remarkable setbacks. The apartheid regime went out of its way to harass severely the neighboring African countries that shares its borders and even beyond them, killing many innocent lives, maiming others, and destroying and causing a lot of damage to their economic achievements. It has tricked Mozambique into signing the so-called non-aggression pact, the Inkomati, and thus temporarily won our ally to its side. Yeah, that uh, some audio coming through uh, from Radio Freedom uh, and uh, just judging, I think, the year of the woman, maybe uh, Dr. Zgalala will tell us, maybe 1985, 1986. But uh, he joins me now this evening, Dr. Zgalala. Good evening to you and welcome. Good evening to you and good evening to your listeners. Thank you very much for joining us. And uh, we played that clip back because I think in many ways, uh, not only capturing uh, much of the song and the chants of uh, many of those uh, who left the country to join Mkondo West Caesar, but also, I guess, uh, reflecting on the political developments in the region. Uh, and uh, we do know many of the bases of Mkondo West Caesar after its founding uh, in the early 60s were in uh, many surrounding countries that experienced untold aggression from the South African regime. Uh, when you hear something yeah. like that, I mean, what comes to mind for you? Well, um, we, what comes to mind to us is uh, what we live through as uh, members of Mkontibusizu because in neighboring countries where we, where we lived, we were always attacked by the South African regime. And so we know exactly what it means if we can look at Marcelo Massacre, how many people are massacred by the South African regime. We look at Botswana Massacre in 1985 in July. And when the, uh, in June, <coughs> in June, um, you see, you will see exactly how the the racist regime went into Botswana, we killed a number of our people. So we know exactly what how brutal they were against those who are fighting for freedom in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And maybe let's let, let's take a step back because I guess that that character is very ca- much characteristic of a particular period. Uh, in the uh, 60 years of Umkondo Wesizwa. But let's go to the early days. Uh, yep. I mean, th- there's a clip we might play later on in the show. Uh, 
uh, that talks about, I guess, the early days. And I think it's Governor Mbeki and Joe Slovo um, and many other people. I think Tatu Kati is one of the people in the, in the clip. And he talks about the early days uh, of Mkondo Wasizu, even the rudimentary materials that we used. I mean, the type of stuff one would be able to find at a chemist or the type of stuff one would be able to find yeah. at, a, at a laboratory. Talk to me about that particular moment, and I guess the role of economic sabotage of state installations and uh, uh, a lot of the uh, armed propaganda of that time. Yeah, as you know, that we were involved in armed propaganda, and of course we were involved in getting chemicals from factories, um, from chemists. We manufactured what you call um, a bomb, internal bombs, as African Central Congress. But the rudimentary methods using to uh, to put together bombs in order to to get involved in, in what they call a, a propaganda campaign. And so we as African Nation Congress are very proud that we moved from that to armed conflict with the racist regime. Because as you know, the first time that you confronted the racist regime, it was 1967, when members of the detachment went through um, Zimbabwe into Polin and Monkey, and they saw for the first time they had an armed conflict with the with the with Smith re, uh, regime, and so it was the first combat that we held. And so we are proud of what we have achieved as the African National Congress, and also as a country because that was a real, real um, uh, con- uh, the conflict that we had, armed conflict we had with the Smith regime. Secondly, I think it should be noted that National Military Detachment are the ones who trained and nurtured young cadres who left South Africa in 1976 to join NK. They trained the military, military, but before, what is important in the African National Congress, you have to be trained first politically before you get trained mm-hmm. military. You have to understand what the freedom chat is all about, why you have to take up arms against white places white regime, why do you have to fight <coughs> against the racist regime itself, and you have to ascribe yourself and take an oath of office, especially in terms of the freedom chat. And so before you are given a weapon, and so majority of our people, young people who came, where, who came out of the country in 1976, were trained by the military department in terms of politics first and, of course, in terms of military. But so we were opening through the window a little bit better. Yeah. So that's the role that... Uh, Utility attachment played in the, mm. in the ANC itself. Yeah, yeah. And, and and talk to me, I guess, about that moment uh, which you've just mentioned. I mean, uh, and maybe before we get to the '76 moment. I mean, you know, 1969, uh, after the uh, exploits out in in what is now known as Wange, uh, in the northern Wanky, parts. Wanky, Wanky. Well, it was Wanky, Wanky. then, but it's it's, it's Wange <laughs> now. I would think. Yes, yes, yes. People in that part of the world would call it Wange now. Uh, but yeah. I mean, 1969. You know, the ANC has a consultative conference, uh, and a, yeah, one of the issues. Yeah. yeah, one of the issues. Yeah, I mean, that was raised then was. No, this is very important you know, consultative mm. conference because military, after a lot of, of our people, especially uh, from the two detachment, were confronted. With, they had confrontation with the Smith regime, and some of them came back into the in, back into back to Tanzania, mm. and uh, they, they were not active, and so they then called what you call an ANC consultative conference to say. How do we move forward as, uh, as ANC? How do we make sure that we uh, put in better strategies of uh, fighting apartheid? So that 1969 Morogoro conference was very critical, was very important, and that a lot uh, because people are saying that campaigning campaign is not concentrating and infiltrating uh, people inside the country. And of course, he said, look, it's done wrong, but the uh, majority of the uh, Morogoro conference agreed that if you stay 
that contract was very important because it came up it came up with the ANC. <clears throat> Number one, it came up in saying that within the ANC, we have to accept white in, in the, into the ranks of Mkontoesizu. That was very, very important. It was a spend- itself we are part of, of the, the Morogoro conference because it was very critical, very positive criticism, and I think Ah, Dr. Asgalala is still with us. Ah, we're battling with his line there. So uh, let's maybe take uh, this uh, brief spot break and uh, we'll continue with uh, Dr. Asgalala after this. This is Metro FM Talk with Ayabonga Tawe. Ah, good evening, Ayabonga Tawe, and good evening to your guest there, Mr. Zigalala. I want to say to Mr. Zigalala, the existence of the veterans, uh, it was for those days during the apartheid. Right now, they do not add any value uh, to South Africa because they are fighting among themselves for the resources of the country. And uh, you you see some of them there are looking themselves as be, uh, become economic uh, excluded so you don't you don't see any value that is coming to that league it does not add any value to the lives of today thank you it's unati in Tembisa. yeah thank you very much for that voice note unati and babus galala i don't know if you'd like to maybe weigh in on some of the issues that sisha is raising around i guess the relevance of military veterans structures uh, and in particular, yeah. the structures of MK and uh, I guess some of the divisions that he sees there. No, but of course, the red divisions and the, uh, the ANC, NEC decided that uh, in order to resolve the issues of, of, of the division, what they've done is that um, they've dissolved MK MVA and they've dissolved MK, they've dissolved MK MVA. MK MVA has been dissolved. They've dissolved MK Council. And we have set up an interim committee that's going to unite the both parties. So there is no structure that is called NKNV anymore within the African Israel Congress. And so all these structures are supposed to fall under 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 the NK and NK interim committee. Mm. And so we have we have, in as far as we are concerned, we are happy with the work that has been done by this um, interim committee. Interim committee is going to ensure that we take NK to the conference because uh, the other NKNV was much more sectional and other one was was, was was supporting the progressive line. And so we are saying that as MK people, you don't have to be part of any faction. You have to be people who are interested in defending the constitution of the country and ensure that you bring about um, law and order in the country. And mm. so all that we are saying is that there should be no factions in the ANC and to also that, um, that uh, we, should, we should ensure that the ANC adds value to people's lives in the African National Congress and in the in society as well. Mm. Dr. Skalala, before we went to the break, I guess you, you're mentioning how, what's, how seminal a moment Morokoro was. Uh, and I think the other element of the voice note, uh, the other element of the voice note uh, had to do with, uh, you know, the welfare of many of the members of Umkondo Wesizwe in the current moment. Uh, right through yeah. from those who left in, in the late 60s through to the ones who were part of self-defense units in the 90s. Uh, talk to me about yeah. some of the things that are happening, uh, both from a government perspective, but also inside of the ANC, uh, to really ensure the welfare of many of those who left to join Mkondo. But, yeah, but uh, uh, well, from the government perspective, I think we as, as the ANC, we are, 
we we are uh, ancient controversies and veterans military veterans were we are definitely disappointed with the government. The biggest problem that we have in the African National Congress is that we have the best policies in the world. Mm. The best policies. But we employ people who are unskilled, people who are incompetent, people who are, who are unable to do their work. And so the Department of Military Veterans has failed us completely because it has failed to ensure that um, military veterans get the benefits that they deserve. And so we have failed completely. That is why you find, because there are 11 benefits that uh, NK veterans are entitled to. But the Department of Military Veterans has failed to ensure that those benefits are being accessed by military veterans. And so we are saying the, the new Minister of Defense, Tandy Modise, must, must ensure that he raise in his Department of Military Veterans and ensure that those who are employed in that department are skilled, competent, and compassionate, and people who know what they are doing. Because it's a simple department to run. You just implement policy. That's all that you do. And so we are, in, we are, we are, we are, very, disapp- we are very disappointed by our government. It's our government. That is why, if you look at the local government elections, people did not vote for us because, as government, we failed to de- deliver on services in terms of water, mm. sanitation, and, um, and in terms of uh, um, uh, clean services for our people. We failed, but we had policies that uh, were supposed to address that. And so, what we're saying to, to our government, the ANC government, that employs skills, competent, and people can be able to be accountable to what they're doing. Talk to me, I guess, about, um, you know, some of the, well, how you perceive this. I mean, uh, as uh, um, veterans of the ANC and also from Condoleezza's, when you see MKMVA or ostensibly people who are aligning themselves with Condoleezza's, undertaking some of what we saw, for instance, in Eteguini, you know, the raiding of uh, immigrant stores. Uh, you know, we also saw, I guess, alongside the likes of Delangobon and others, closing off of the N3 and many other activities that might be seen by others as continuing actions of a demobilized army um, and, and many of the people very, very young. I mean, we know the SDU generation in the early 90s, but some of them much, much younger. Uh, how are you dealing with that particular matter? Where, yeah, you see, yeah. For, for us, for us, those are not ex-combatants. Those are not ex-combatants, mm. as far as we're concerned, because they're young. They are young as my, my, my firstborn. My firstborn is just 38, and they're young as my firstborn. And so I'm saying that those are not real NK veterans. And so what you're saying that some of them um, have infiltrated MK, MPA, that is why MKNV has been disbanded, and we're going to ensure that we go through the database and ensure that those who are members of the of, of, uh, who have become members of MKNVA, they should be able to, to say when did they join MK, even internally as well as SDU, who are their commanders, who are their commissars. For, me, for us, that's what is important. And so we are working on the database to make sure that uh, we hold people accountable, make sure that people who are registered in our database are legitimate people. Mm. And so that's, that's what we're doing. It's, it's, as we say, for, for, for them to, to do what they are doing, that's an easy. ANC did not fight to destabilize the country. ANC did not fight to ensure that we undermine the, the constitution of the country itself. And um, ANC was not formed for that. Yeah. We, as current members of, uh, of the ANC, we are the defend, defenders and the uh, people who are supposed to defend our constitutional democracy. We should not allow anybody who fly the law of the country to be members of the country at, um, of the ANC at all. That should not be allowed. Yeah. And then, of course, talk, talk to me about, I guess, the um, telling of that history. 
I mean, you yeah. know, today is a very interesting day, 16 uh, December, because both on the Afrikaner side of things, it means something. Um, and even to, you know, the Zulu people as well. And uh, uh, importantly, I guess, for this discussion within the African National Congress, a seminal moment, the choice between submit or fight. And uh, I guess the latter choice was taken by, uh, uh, by the people at that stage. Um, talk to me about how in your view, this history is told. I mean, you're, you're a former journalist yourself. You worked as the head of news here at the Public Broadcaster. In how we treat this history, especially us in our generation. I mean, I was born in 1990. Um, oh, 1990. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in many ways, you know, you know, we, we interact with the MK that's already disbanded and it's a veterans association. But talk to us about how that history is told in your reading now uh, and ideally how you would like it to be told. Well, I think the history is not... It's cute. It's cute. It's not told uh, accurately, and uh, it's, it's highly embellished. And so, what we, we feel as the, as the ANC itself, we feel that uh, the history must be accurate. Young people who are going to high schools and universities must know exactly what role did NK play as one of the four pillars of the African National Congress. And so, the, the history that we read about NK, what they see is happening in the country in the name of NK, is not what NK is all about. And so what we are saying as African National Congress, we are going to revamp, re-energize, make sure that we renew the African National Congress and, 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 and NK itself. And so we are confident that uh, our people will know exactly the role that NK played in the struggle for liberation. Not what these people are raiding shops and um, blocking entry. Mm. That's not what NK is all about. Yeah. And supporting an individual, even if that individual is involved in corrupt activities, that's not the ANC. Mm. Because as, as, as the ANC, we're here to make sure that we, we comply with the rule of law. Mm. And those who, who, who flout the rule of law should not call themselves ANC people. And that, uh, Dr. Sgalala, I mean, have we wasted the massive investment made by the ANC and other liberation forces in their armed wings? And the reason why I ask this is because, you know, you find many people who were, you know, parts of MK, uh, force numbers and everything, uh, with very specialized skills, but those skills have not been put to good use. I mean, we're faced with GBV and yet you have thousands of people who are trained in military and combat work and who could ideally be contributing to some form of uh, capacitating and skilling you know, the society in response to that, let alone on the security front as well. How do we make sure that those skills are, are, are put to good use while people are still alive? But those skills can currently they only be put to good use because the South African Defense Force is highly advanced. They should have been there uh, about 20, 20 years ago. And some of them left the defense, years, uh, defense Force more than 20 years ago. And so their skills won't be put into good use. And so all that we are saying is, uh, as the African National Congress, those young people who've got those skills, they must go and enhance their skills. They must go and learn new skills so that they can become entrepreneurs, number one. They can become entrepreneurs, number two. They can be able to fend for themselves. Mm. That, that's, what, that's what is important for us. But for them to say that they'll use the military skills and they're yet they are not in the army, it won't be possible. And so what is important for us is that they should be, they should be entrepreneur, entrepreneurs in, 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 and fend for themselves because currently for them to go back into the army, it won't be possible. Well, well, I didn't mean necessarily going back into the army, uh, Dr. Zgalala, but I'm saying they would have learned certain skills that are of good use. I mean, you know, no, they should have learned certain skills, yeah. but I think we missed out on that, and they also missed out on that, but the opportunities are there to do that. But what I want to say in the terms of the commemorating the success and better of mm. MK is that we are going to roll and we are going to make sure that the, 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 the commemoration is rolled over 
to all the nine provinces. Mm. Currently, we're only celebrating the Lutuli detachment. Of course, I've seen on WhatsApp people saying that they've been sold out. You see, what we have planned as the as the committee for that the committee that is um, that that is um, uh, is, is in charge of the 60th anniversary was was that we're going to have 1,500 people attend the, the commemoration. But because of COVID, we're not allowed to do that. We're only allowed to have not less than 200 people in an open environment. And so that's why we decided that only the truly detachment people must be present today. But in each and every province, all members of Mkontewe Sizwe are going to be celebrated, mm. uh, commemorated, and are going to be given, uh, given their 60th anniversary medal in each and every province. And we have set up a research team of NK that is going to research the activities, the participation of each and every individual to make sure that each individual story must be told mm. in public and must be written. And, and uh, that individual, we have to make sure when you go to, to, to provinces, that individual, we have to make sure that the DMV, the Party of Military Veterans, has, 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 has given them all the benefits that it deserves. Mm. The benefits like uh, skill development, education, health, and uh, counseling. We yeah. have to make sure that has happened. And so we are rolling this commemoration um, throughout the whole country until mm. December next year. Out of interest, Dr. Galala, of that detachment, legal uh, tool, how many, how many people were in that detachment, and how many of them are still alive? Oh, we had something like four hundred and twenty, mm. or four hundred and twenty to four hundred and thirty, and so only about fifty are still alive. Okay, wow. And, and so that is why it was important for us to commemorate this day with them. Because some of them won't be able to see them again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, what? Yeah. What other subsequent detachments come thereafter? Just uh, out of interest. after that comes what you call uh, June 16 detachment, mm. which is one of the uh, biggest detachments that we have that came that happened after the June 16 um, uh, uh, uprising. Then come Moncada, then come Isanzana, then come other detachments. Mm. We have eight detachments within the Africa, but it, because these detachments are generational. And so we are going to celebrate all those generational detachments in each and every province. Babus Galala, I want to play a, a brief voice note quickly. So uh, hold the line there for me for a second and okay. uh, yeah, take okay. a listen to this. Good evening, Mshega Zwam and your guest. Uh, and also I will congratulate Umkonto um, Sizwe for the milestones. But here's my question to Unta Galala. Today, as young people born in the 80s that were never part of the struggle, we find ourselves having to fight for land and economic uh, freedom in our lifetime. My question to him is, as a freedom fighter, when you went to the bushes and came back in the country and some of you sat in the Cordesa with the likes of former President Mandela and the current president, why did you guys let your gut down to the point where you never negotiated about the land and also the economic freedom what were you guys fighting for if you neglected such fundamentals as freedom today we talk about the day of reconciliation coincidentally being the day when umkonto was formed but black people are still victims in the farms and everywhere this constitution is not even worth the paper written on it why did you guys not negotiate for the land and the economy it's honorable monareng and kailicha babs galala uh, that's honorable yeah, well, monareng from yeah, no, I, I understand I, yeah i do understand honorable monareng what you're saying 
But uh, I think when it comes to the question of land, we made it sure that as government, you say there should be what you call willing seller, willing buyer. And if people, if our people claim their land back, but uh, that land that has been confiscated and taken by, by a white farmer or a white family, they claim for it in terms of land claims, they're entitled to it. They're entitled to the land itself. And currently, that is why at the 54th conference, we, we, we adopted the question of compensation, expropriation uh, um, um, of that compensation. And so that was what one of the most seminal points of the 54th conference, to say that we should definitely make sure that we compensate, mm. we, 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 we expropriate land that is not being used by, by white farmers or black farmers, and of course, we give it to black farmers. And so that's what is important. It's true that we had the question of uh, people, we allowed people to claim for the land, but now the biggest problem that we had in terms of the land is that our people will go and claim for the land that you say it was their ancestral land, but when it's given to them, majority of them were not able to use that land for agricultural purposes. It's a fact. It's there. And so, but what you're saying that with the expropriation of land and without compensation, that is why we're trying to push the bill in Parliament about two weeks ago, mm. to, that, that people must adopt, other parties must support us. But unfortunately, we did not get the majority vote that we should be able to expropriate without compensation. But we're not saying we're expropriating land that, that is used, but we're saying land that is not being used by white farmers, by white people, that's the land that we, say, well, we were saying that we should expropriate and we, we do not have to compensate for it because it's the land that is lying fallow. But is that what the resolution said? I mean, and also, what is your assessment of, I guess, the, the progress uh, towards that resolution nearly four years later? I mean, four years nearly you know, later. No, it's not expropriation without, uh, without compensation. That's what we're saying. But we're not saying that the expropriate land that is going to affect what you call uh, food security at all. And so anything that you do must not affect food security. That's what we're saying as African economists, because food security is very important mm. for the country as well. Okay. Bob's Galala, if any, okay. a last message, I guess, to uh, many of uh, the uh, members of different detachments of Umkondo Wesizo that are listening to us uh, this evening from all of the corners of the country, what would that message be? But uh, what I'd like to say to them that the ANC and EC of the ANC is interested in unity of, 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 uh, of Umkondo Wesizo members, is interested in ensuring that our government look after its own veterans. It's a mandate from the NEC that the government of South Africa must look after its own veterans. And secondly, is that the Department of Military Veterans must make sure, must ensure that all those 11 benefits that uh, ex-combatants are entitled to, they must get them by hook or by crook. And so uh, we are happy that uh, the new Minister of, uh, of, uh, of Defense is going to ensure that the Department of Military Veterans is, is enhanced. Uh, number one, number two, is that skilled and competent people are employed in that department and that they will be able to deliver services to, especially to ex-combatants. Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Zgalala. Okay, really thank appreciate you. it. Thank you, thank you. Bye, bye, bye. Dr. Zgalala, the former head of news here at the SABC, a former member from Kondo West Sizwe and uh, the current president of the Veterans Association.